welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. I am your host, Cami Clements. Rachel is out of town and couldn't make it today. And so I am here with Michelle. Hi, Michelle. <laughs> hey, Cami. <laughs> she she's the she's the old veteran at this and I'm the newbie. Uh, we are doing Talking Heartland season eight episodes one through three. We're kicking off a brand new season. Oh man, I I really do love Heartland. It's funny because when Rachel asked me to do this, my mom has now come to absolutely love Heartland and she can't stop talking about Heartland and it's Heartland this and it's Heartland that. And so <laughs> Rachel said, hey, could somebody uh, do Talking Heartland for me? So I can, absolutely, yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's been interesting sort of watching this show all the way through and only having to do those three episodes a week because we try to stay, well, myself and Rachel try to stay sort of spoiler-free as much as possible. Right, right. Especially last season was so good. It was hard to just not binge the whole thing. Because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to I had to stop myself. I'm like, no, don't go to season, don't go to episode four. Stay, stay safe. <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay, so we start with season eight, episode one, there and back again. Um, and the IMDb sort of description is Amy returns from Europe but finds herself struggling to integrate back into Heartland and her relationship with Ty. So that's the understatement of the year. <laughs> yeah. So we, we open with this kind of like ambiguous kind of opening just before the credits of Amy and a fancy house. We kind of guess that it's maybe oh the palace. Uh, like a palace. She's kind of walking around, walking around like people rushing around kind of round about her. Yeah. Um, and she looks so elegant. Elegant. And then oh. she goes, we see her at a party being gifted a necklace. And then Ahmed goes in for a kiss and then we cut to credits. And oh. we don't know. <laughs> and I have to say like this intro I kind of was, I was like, oh my God, here we go. Here comes the drama. But in hindsight of watching the episode, I'm so glad it's there because it explains so much of Amy's attitude, these whole like three episodes, because I'm yeah. gonna, like without this, this would have been really tough for Amy because she comes in, she just sort of expects everything to be the way it was when she left. Things are sort of moved on and changed and sort of just carried on without her. Mm-hmm. she does have a bit of a, a difficult sort of re-entry back into Heartland um, but you have to sort of keep in mind that she's obviously dealing with something that happened while she was in Europe yeah so it, yeah you're right it is a good thing it is a good thing to to even though we don't actually see it we see the going in and so I mean you gotta know that something happened right <laughs> <laughs> it's uh oh, we know uh, Ahmed enough to know that something definitely happens yeah yeah that that's absolutely true Ahmed Ahmed's shifty he really is shifty and he's manipulative 
I mean, giving her all of this stuff, he gives her a necklace before she leaves. He gives her Gypsy the horse. He gives her the truck. He gives her a first class ticket back to Europe. You're just like, dude. <laughs> I have to say that the writers have done a good job with him in terms of I hated him when he first showed up, like hated him. Um, because at one point he actually physically pushes Amy and I was like well that's it I'm done I, I don't like, see this guy again Yeah. Um, but obviously he comes back and I thought he'd done a really good job softening the character and, and sort of understanding why Amy would take the job Yes. and I think even in these episodes sort of turning him back into that kind of like not a nice guy overstepping making Amy, Amy uncomfortable with all of these gifts it's it's a good job on the writer's part of like twist and turns with this character you never know kind of where he's at that's a really good point yeah i think uh you know, speaking of the writers i think that this whole episode can be summed up with one of ty's lines i just can't win here can i and it yeah. is so true nobody huh? nobody can win because nobody can win in any situation because this is this is creating a lot of conflict and a lot of it is brought on by Amy. And mm -hmm. so she could solve a lot of the conflict if she would come to terms with some things, but she's not doing that. And so, yeah, nobody can win. I just can't win here. Can I? And I, when he said that, when he said that, not only did I agree with him, I thought, that sums up the entire episode. <laughs> and then this beginning part, we sort of see that Georgie has been following Amy. Um, she's got she's like basically a little, stalking Amy. Stalking her. She's got like <laughs> those like maps that you see on, on like crime shows of like, I'm surprised she didn't have like pins and, and bits of string. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was sort of nice to see that it sort of sets up Georgie's behaviour in the next few episodes of her just sort of being so crushed by what she perceived as, as sort of Amy's behaviour or Amy's sort of, uh, I, I don't know how to say it, but I guess her sort of shenanigans in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so it's so funny that we would equate shenanigans with something that is definitely not innocent on Ahmed's part. But when you think about it, it's a pretty clean shenanigan. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, we're we're treating it like it's adultery, <laughs> because, yes. but but it's you know, but he moved in, he but moved then. in on her and she told him to back off i do think that she got swept up in the moment i do think that she had stars in her eyes and she had gotten very used to a way of living there in europe and so it was i think it kind of all felt like part of it to her and then you know she kind of probably glanced at her finger at her engagement ring and it kind of snap brought her back to reality and she said hold on a second and that's why she was so keen for everything to be back to normal for everything to be exactly the way she left it the problem is 
four, was it four months or six months? Um, I think it was, four, I don't think it was as long as six months. That's, that's um, what I thought too. Yeah. But yeah, I think I it mean, was four months. Four months doesn't seem like a whole lot of time. If you're talking about a summer, you know, summer goes by in a blink, but, uh, but it, uh, it's a long time. It's a long time and things are going to change, especially when you leave, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. they have yeah. to, they have to pick up they have to pick up and go on without you. And then they get into the swing of things. And it's not, it's not two weeks. It's not a month. It's four months. That's almost half a year. Things are, yeah. things are going to have a way of carrying on. And it's, don't yeah. get me started on, don't get me started on Tim trying to guilt his daughter. You know, well, we all had to kind of pitch in, uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I wouldn't have wanted you to go away. I, I wouldn't have wanted you to not take it, sweetheart. That, that would, that was a once in a lifetime opportunity, but you know, you did just leave and we had to all kind of keep everything going. Really, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> One of the ongoing sort of frustrations with this show is like Amy brings in such a large part of of her Heartland business and it feels like she's not appreciated as much as she should be. Mm -hmm. And she fixes everybody's problems all the time while keeping the business up and running Uh with her, you know, miracle girl sort of approach. So yeah, it is frustrating. I mean, Tim is just the worst. Like he's awful to Amy. He's awful to to to, uh, to Ty. Like I don't yeah. understand his whole beef with Ty. It's so ridiculous. I don't get it either. He's gonna marry your daughter. So what? You've known the guy for what five years? You should be used to him by now. I mean, <laughs> in this in this episode, we have sort of Ty and Caleb have started up this business of um, taking on horses. I guess trading them and roping and then reselling them to make a profit. Um, yeah. And then Tim has, of course, started up his own business with, I think, the sort of intention of merging their business. I think he thought it was just going to like, they would be so grateful given that yeah. they're such good friends. For, I don't know. <laughs> for me to ask them to join me, he's got a really high opinion of himself. Yeah, it's just. Pretty much so, but yeah, it's like Ty has sort of, you know, he's going to school, he's holding down a job, he's starting up this new business with the money that he sort of earned. So I can't think of like a better guy to like marry your daughter. It's not like he's directionless, you know, he's not. No. Craziness to me, like you would be so proud to have someone like Ty who's, who you rely on multiple times, like whenever a truck breaks down. Who's the first person you call? Ty. Ty. <laughs> the very first. You're absolutely right. I don't, I mean, I, I said that whole thing about my mother. She just adores Amy and Ty. It might have something to do with the fact that I have an older brother named Ty, but, you know, <laughs> but she just adores them and she adores them together and she thinks that they're precious and adorable and there's nothing that Ty can't do. And I think in a lot of ways, that's true. 
Ty has picked himself up from being a juvenile delinquent on probation and is going to college and is becoming a vet and is and has learned how to ride and has learned how to hold his own with these ranchers. That's not easy. That is not Mm -hmm. easy to do. And then on top of all of that, you're right. He's holding down a job. He's going through all of this business about, uh, he's going through all this business about transition. And then yes, he, he still makes time for Amy and it's, I, I don't know who you could have better to marry your daughter. So Tim, you're, yeah. you're insane. That's what I mean, you are. So <laughs> last season when, when Tyler Hines' character comes back, how different things could have gone for Ty. Yes. So, yeah, it, it's, you know, you have that comparison to sort of look back on. Um, yeah, so Ty, Tim just sort of makes his digs kind of all through these, you know, three episodes of... Oh, yeah, all yeah. the way through. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> really, really fast, really fast. Speaking of Ty, can we mm-hmm. talk about can we talk about that reunion hug? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my gosh! It was the sweetest thing. I mean, usually I would have been upset that there wasn't a kiss. I wasn't at this <laughs> point. That was you can tell that he is so emotional. She's excited to see him, which is good. You know, there, there was a question. There was a question if he, she was going to be excited to see him. And then, but the two of them just connect and wrap their arms around each other. And he's trying not to cry and he's holding on to her so tightly. It was, it, it was the sweetest scene. It was the sweetest scene. Yeah, and their chemistry just gets better and better. It does. Um, as they have sort of gotten older and sort of grown up together. Mm-hmm. Um, really shows um, there's such a sort of comfort level between them. Yeah, Um, And absolutely. this is such a better sort of reunion scene than when Ty came back. Oh, gosh, so much better. That was like the worst. Like, we'd all been waiting on it and then these other two roll up. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, this was this was much better, much 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 better. Yeah. So another thing we've got sort of happening at the start of this episode is Lisa comes back from Florida, uh-huh. um, and so we've got the big secret wedding hanging over, um, her and Jack. Yeah. And she wants to tell everyone a homecoming dinner, and the second you hear Heartland dinner, you just know it's <laughs> it's going to end in disaster. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it really does. Um, and you know it's going to be Tim that causes the disaster. And oh, of gosh. Course, is, I mean, is there a question? <laughs> it really isn't at this point. I do, have to, I do have to say, though, Amy Amy had some very, very bad turns at that dinner. Oh, my God, yeah. yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Saying flying over here everything looked so bleak it's like are you joking me you are seriously saying that at the table when you are being given a welcome home dinner now asking for a smaller portion because that's what she's used to she could have said it in a less snobby way granted yeah. she uh-huh. but but asking for less food that's 
I thought that was Lou being uptight, which is also a staple of Heartland dinners. <laughs> yeah. But when she, but when she said, when she said that when I was flying over here, everything just looked so bleak. I'm like, oh my gosh, you did not just say that. You did yeah. not just say that. Yeah. Oh man. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but if I'm away for a month eating smaller portions, when I come home, I want a big portion. <laughs> want a big portion of home cooked meal uh i i don't i don't know i don't that's that's hard for me to that's hard for me to say because my stomach does have a tendency to get used to things and so i would probably be overwhelmed with too much food but on the other hand, you know, it's almost like coming off of a diet, you know, okay, <laughs> baby. Yes. What can I yeah. eat? And how much yeah. of it can I eat? Yeah. So there's, there's always that. Absolutely. Okay. And so Gypsy is kind of like our main horse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True is that he cannot jump over small jumps. He can only do big jumps. And so Amy sort of figures out that he can, I've forgot to write down the, that there's so many like horse terms and horse like equestrian names. And this was like a French sounding name. Um, but apparently there's a, a sort um, of- the, the Grand Prix or no, that's was, what that's what he bought him for initially. Um, but she says of this other one that has one big massive like five yeah, foot, the high foot jump. jump. The high yeah. jump, uh-huh, yeah. Um, and that's what they should train him in. And of course, Ahmed isn't happy, but, you know, well, Amy. <laughs> I mean, Horn, to me, and I know that I am, I am not educated in all of the, in all of the uh, styles and all of that, but, you know, a horse is a horse is a horse and a jumping horse seems to me that who cares if, it's not doing the Grand Prix and is just doing one major high jump. Who cares? The horse yeah. is still jumping. What? Yeah. But if anything, it sort of like covers more bases in terms of like equestrian. Mm-hmm. You know, so your team is just better. So I guess so, but that I mean, but it's a it's a completely different event. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't get that whole thing. Uh, yeah. Can, can we talk about, can we talk about the ranch for a second? Yeah. Cause, uh, okay. So I, I hate to say it, but the, this whole episode, I came up with a new nickname for her and this has never happened before in all of the seven seasons, but she was Prissy Amy. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she turned into a priss working for a prince for that long. <laughs> for when when she blamed Ty for losing the ranch. Yeah. I was like, what the heck is your problem, girl? Yeah. The agent did not tell him that there was another offer on it. That is the agent's job. Mm-hmm. You know, and and then yes, just like Ty said, 
They could have bought it four months ago. He could have bought it while she was gone if she had given him a straight answer. But she's so upset when he doesn't include her in things. And then when he doesn't take care of business without her, she's upset. Once again, I just can't win here, can I? I mean, the poor man, he needs a truck to get around. Yeah. And he needs a truck to drive. That's, yeah. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So what if you had a lot of memories in the old truck? Take a picture, frame it. You know, <laughs> just quit being such a press. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's so difficult. Like, I've never bought a house, but I imagine if, you know, you don't have enough money for the down payment on the house. They're not even buying outright. They just want to put money down as a down payment. There's a ton of work to get done. So it's kind of a money pit. So they have it to is. sink even more money into it. And then somebody comes in and says, we want to buy it outright, which I'm assuming is what's happened here. Of course, the agent's going to say, okay. Instead <laughs> yeah. of, let me just get in touch with these people that have been giving me the runaround for the last five months. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's such a crazy thing of like, I think Amy needed to sort of come down to earth in terms of and Ty a little bit as well in terms of this property like it was not going to be easy you know Ty's let's say we start he's starting a business we also learn in this episode that he's fast tracking school yes so that's just making things even more difficult and I mean I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna side with Tim and say that the ranch was an eyesore but it definitely was not move-in ready it they they were probably getting it quote unquote cheap. You know, it, it always it always is so funny to me when ranchers and equestrian people talk about being out of money. Their out of money is three months of a house payment for us, you know. <laughs> Yeah, their their terms of out of money would probably feed my family of my husband, me and my four children for three months. You know, (laughs) I I love their terms of being out of money. (laughs) We learn sort of towards the end of the episode, you know, Caleb says they need money. So they are sort of bleeding money with this new business as well. Yeah. So that that hundred, you know, thousand just didn't. I guess they sort of split it three ways between Ty, Caleb, and Amy, um, or maybe two then, ways, because Ty, because Ty and Amy kind of go together. So, so yeah, the business isn't taken off. No, he doesn't have as much disposable income as he thought, especially with Tim getting in the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously we have Tim spilling the beans at dinner. Oh my god. <laughs> How could he do that? I mean, there are so many times when I sit back on the couch and just fold my arms and go, how could he do that? How could he? I just, I get so angry at Tim so many times, but I mean, just for him to lay it all out like that, your wife is chomping at the bit. Yeah. Blue? Miss Overreactor? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in this episode, like, I was like, oh my God, Lou, like, they're talking about having a family dinner. Jack says, oh, Lisa will be coming. And she's like, oh, I thought it was just family. Um, but I did sort of like the, the sort of scene that Jack had with Amy where he sort of reassures her that the place doesn't really run without her. 
yeah um, a sweet scene with Jack yeah <clears throat> and and I do I do have to say you know Jack messed up Jack messed up with not telling the family a long time ago and he messed up with not doing it at the dinner and then the second dinner um they tr they try to bring it up and then Tim spills the beans. So yeah, Jack could have reacted a whole lot better in that. But in my personal opinion, he did a lot of fixing when he asked Lisa to give him the ring and he knelt down. And, oh my gosh. Oh my, that was the sweetest thing. I, I was watching it with, uh, with uh, closed captioning and I loved what it said. I just had to laugh emotionally charged sigh of relief that's what it said to describe lisa's reaction <laughs> yeah they are without a doubt like amy and ty are amazing but jack and lisa are sort of it for me in terms of couples on this show mm -hmm. that just like second chance romance trope is just so good it is and they do it so well um and jack has just been fantastic towards the end of since they sort of got back together yeah his whole attitude shift apparently instead of this episode where he sort of found every excuse but that's sort of jack he'll sort of find any excuse to not do the thing he doesn't want to do yeah <laughs> um and i guess the last thing for this episode is just georgie just following amy like a puppy the whole episode <laughs> doing everything leads, for her and that leads her to seeing a certain video and once again georgie closes the laptop before we can actually see yeah. contact <laughs> we'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode and that is the hallmarkies patreon do you love hallmarkies podcast do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family please consider and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. All right. And that takes us into episode two. Take us there. Okay. So one second. So the next episode is the big red wall um, and the IMDb <laughs> caption has great episode title. Um, yes, indeed. <laughs> Ty gets caught in the middle of Amy and Caleb's disagreement over training a horse. Georgie is still upset what, of what she found on the internet and gives Amy the cold shoulder. Georgie finds an online animal sanctuary that she wants to donate to, but when she finds out that not all things on the internet are what they seem. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, have, I have noticed something about the Bartlett Fleming women, even the adopted Bartlett Fleming women, are having a serious time with self-expression. <laughs> <laughs> there, 
is so much estrogen going on in that house. <laughs> yeah. So much estrogen and so much miscommunication. I mean, it's like Hallmark on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, poor Jack. He has to live with all. <laughs> um, he's probably oh, glad. You know, find out in this episode, they talk a lot about Jack and Lisa and their living arrangements. He's yeah. sort of glad. Oh. I think he's glad. Can you imagine if Lisa moved in as well? Oh my gosh. When when Jack sticks it to Lou. About, oh my God. Your yes. husband called. <laughs> you know, when he gets to his home in Vancouver. Yeah, that was just like chef's kiss. Oh so man. And right after she lays in him. So you found the perfect marriage. Don't live together. <laughs> just just you know, I mean pecking at him like a little chicken. Peck, 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 peck. Doing everything that she can do to just peck at him. And he just turns right around with an axe. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bam. We've we've seen more of Lisa than we've seen of Peter these last few episodes. So Let's just put that out there. Yeah, seriously. We don't see Peter until the third episode. Thank you very much, Lou. <laughs> yes, Amy is working with Gypsy. Um, oh, right. Back to the yeah, non-dramatic to- part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, she's, she's working with Gypsy. Um, and Georgie is just not helping. Amy is sort of afraid to take on the big jump um and we sort of see sort of throughout this whole episode of georgie just losing all sort of respect um or sort of you know amy's sort of falling off a bit of a pedestal um for georgie Mm -hmm. um but yeah like and then we go to that jack and lou minute moment which was just beautiful Mm. (laughs) Um, so much so yeah and so Caleb and Ty are working with a bucking horse, which should have been a roping horse. Um, and of course, Tim stops by just to sort of give us two cents and and just sort of make their day even more, <laughs> even worse than what it was. It's just getting no sort of um, qualms about just. He's so annoying. I mean, that's as, that's as simply as I can put it. He's so annoying. So annoying. Just, it just like especially Caleb but it's sort of brought up I think it's in the next episode Caleb idolizes Tim you know Tim has helped him so much in like previous episodes and he just gets off on making these two life so difficult no it's in it's in this episode I'm pretty certain yeah that uh that uh she Amy encourages Ty to go to go talk to Tim and uh, and he comes right out and he's very straight with Tim that mm-hmm. you are Caleb's hero yeah. and you need to stop all of this bull yeah. for the sake of your daughter. Yeah. That, yeah, that happened in this episode. You were right. Um, and, you know, he's sort of very clear about it. he's going to marry Amy. He's going to, they're going to be family and, you know, for a long time. So, yeah, it's just... He needs to just let it go. He'll let it go for an episode and then he'll be back, you know. That's that's sort of his his MO. Um, but we have a big sort of character return in this episode, 
Val is back. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know about you. Oh years. my god. I've missed her so much. <laughs> oh, you just, missed her? She's the worst. I love her so much. <laughs> she, okay, Michelle, you just said yeah, she's yeah, the yeah. worst. Yeah, I, know. I love her. I love her. <laughs> she just creates chaos and I love her for it. <laughs> Um, and her and you forget the actress's name but her and Jack together are just so good like they banter off each other they have such a deep sort of respect for each other um and Val is just yeah she's the worst but I, I absolutely adore her um I miss sort of the chaos and the sort of inviting herself to you know parties you know this isn't the first time we've seen her do this oh no oh and no. I knew I knew the second she showed up that she knew that they were married <laughs> there was just no way there was just no way um you know she wouldn't have yeah it's just such a vow thing and I've missed her so much <laughs> I mean her entrance her oh, entrance God. is classic and the line that she chooses to say, well, if it isn't Hudson's most eligible, eligible bachelor, bachelor and that, that's when we knew. <laughs> like, you yeah. just want to smack your forehead. <laughs> and then, well, don't you two make the perfect couple? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my, oh my. <laughs> Um, and we also have Jesse Stanton is back. And I will be honest, I had no idea who he was when he showed up. Even when he said his name, I was like, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, we, you know, in my like defense, the last time I saw him was like season one. Well, uh, and it's a different actor. It's a different actor, yeah. So there's yes. no way I was going to recognize him. No. Um, or even the, or even by name, I was like, who is this? And of course, Amy gets offered yet another job. Because offered have another issue. one and yeah. i i love that he thinks that he's all that you know yeah, you yeah. want to come and work for me at briar ridge like sorry dude i've worked for a prince you're a bit of a step down <laughs> yeah 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 so val's back and she's sort of passing over the the sort of briar ridge um property to to jesse so i'm and guessing don't forget don't forget that jesse tries i don't think he maybe he's not even doing it consciously, but I think in a way he was almost trying to manipulate her to take the job by mentioning their history together. Yeah. You know, and I hear you're marrying the guy I punched out in grade 10. I'm like, if I remember correctly, he punched you out. Oh yeah. And <laughs> just, I was like, okay, are you doing that on purpose or, you know, trying to make himself look better or, <laughs> Is, is he just, you know, is it that awkward? I haven't seen you in so many years, just trying to start up a conversation and kind of get going where we left off. That's what I'll say. You know, it, I've, I'm not exactly sure what his motive was at that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm guessing we'll have more of him sort of in future episodes. Like I say, I, I try to sort of not look ahead, but I'm assuming we'll we'll have more Jesse to come. Oh, absolutely, we will have more Jesse to come. They're not gonna just show him in that one episode and then leave it be. Oh no, and no, they're no. not just gonna cast such a handsome actor and then just. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty cute. Yeah, he's 
I mean, like, I don't I don't remember the actor who played Jesse in season one. We barely saw him. And, you know, the whole reason why Ty punched him out in the first place was because he was getting a little too friendly with Amy and she told him to stop and he wouldn't because he was drunk. And so they were uh, so he starts to get a little too friendly. Ty defends her honor and <laughs> and then steps in. But, you know, he's grown up. He's become a man now. And, uh, well, uh, I'll leave my opinion on that point there. I'll leave it there. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I, and, you know, he had the shaggy hair in yeah, season yeah. one. So, yeah. you know, I, I, don't, I don't even remember what he looks like. I'm so sorry to say, but they did a dang good job recasting let's yeah, put it that way <laughs> when they showed up I was like oh they've casted like a CW like <laughs> CW leads yeah he's going to be sticking around and he's going to cause some trouble in the assuming absolutely um, yeah so Caleb and Ty are behind on bills um they have oh, this force that they need to train and of course Amy has to come in and bail them out yet again this is when I feel bad for Amy like she has to solve everybody's problems um and she does it over and over again to the point where it's so frustrating that she does it she gets the results that they want and then when she comes in to do it again they question everything that she does yeah it's like she tells them that they have to go back to basics this is an animal they're not going to have to like i mean you know I've, i've obviously never trained a horse but i've had you know all sorts of animals in my life particularly yeah. dogs I have a puppy right now and we are back to basics we've already went back to basics twice oh boy <laughs> you know <laughs> you can't rush these things when it's you know an animal um yeah so yeah it was sort of frustrating to sort of see them just see the business and money and not see the fact that you know they're, they're working with animals they need to respect the animals that was one of the biggest reasons why Ty who has such a great head for business did not want to buy that horse for so much money in the first place because he knew that he shouldn't count his chickens before they hatch and so now they're steeped in to this horrible pit because Caleb is an impulsive person and and you know so I think it kind of goes hand in hand Amy Amy offers to bail them out, which is lovely, but I think it also a lot of it rests on Ty's shoulders. He has to bail Caleb out a lot. And so I felt bad for I felt bad for Ty. He's trying to do the business thing. Mm-hmm. Caleb is just kind of going on the dreams. And yeah. and Amy's trying to do what's right by the horse. So I I can see everybody's perspective except Caleb's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good point you know Ty is the one trying to keep all the plates spinning yeah um, trying to he's everything. got a lot of them <laughs> yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. he's got a whole lot of them <laughs> um and I'm pretty sure this is the horse from the previous episode that they sort of outbid Tim for yeah the fairly, one that they outbid him mm-hmm. yeah yeah I'm fairly certain that Tim just bid just so they would like pay a fortune for this horse Probably. I I wouldn't put it past him. (laughs) No, no, I would not put it past him at all. He was just driving up the price. And, um, and Amy 
she has a much better working attitude with horses than she does people. And so, of course, she gives up when she gets frustrated with Caleb. And Mm -hmm. once again, Ty, with the calm, even-minded thoughts, he Mm -hmm. comes in very calmly, asks her to go back and help him out because he needs her help very badly and frankly she kind of owes him you know (laughs) for the way that she's been treating him um he's helping her pick up the bricks as he's talking Mm -hmm. and making his point very calmly very rationally you put the wall back together and Mm -hmm. eventually you'll get him to jump over it you know, so yeah. I just sit back and applaud. It's like, good yeah. job, man. You you yeah. are you, you are one sound-minded man right there. <laughs> yeah, as you say that, it, it's sort of amazing to see how Ty has grown into such a fantastic partner. Mm-hmm. He really has stepped up to the plate in terms of his relationship with Amy. Um, especially you know last season and this season. Um. Yeah, he's, he's really grown into a man and we're sort of witness to that. Um, and he knows, how to, he knows how to talk to Amy as well. Um, uh, saw that. Huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot say amen to that statement enough. He, but yeah, he knows how to talk to her. He knows how to work with her and he knows how to reason with her. And he uses a very visual example of building up the wall. Mm-hmm. And when she makes her point of this is a wall made of foam bricks, and mm-hmm. we're talking about Caleb, he goes, I know. <laughs> I know. You know, he doesn't fight it. He doesn't fight it. Just, I know. But he is my partner. So can you please try to make this work? And she does. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope that this isn't the extent of what we see in terms of Caleb and Ty's, you know, friendship. You know, them becoming sort of best friends and and them developing that friendship has been mm-hmm. one of the highlights of the show for me. Um, mm-hmm. And I hope it's not just all wrapped up in this business um, oh. this season. So yeah, I hope that we just get to see them being really stupid together. That's what I miss. <laughs> Those two being dumb together is my favorite thing. It's so. <laughs> they really do have this brotherly camaraderie. It's 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 one of the relationships in the it, it's one of the relationships in the show that you just love to watch mm-hmm. because they because they grow in this like for each other, especially when you consider that at the beginning they were right. <sighs> They were rivals. Yeah. They, uh, you know, Ty comes back after disappearing and Caleb and Amy are flirting and Caleb has, Caleb has Ty's old job, you Mm -hmm. know, so it, there's, there's a very big marking territory contest happening and you see them move past that. And you see them become these amazing friends. So yeah, I, I really hope that it doesn't become, I, I really hope that it doesn't become a problem with the friendship if the business runs out. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess the, the, 
sort of big bulk of this episode is is the party and obviously we have sort of the Val component we have the Lou component of planning the party and then we have Georgie trying to find a present and all of this was fantastic apart from the Val stuff the Val stuff was really sad that is that is very very sad and heartbreaking Mm -hmm. but you know it also it also means that she's just a guest star for an episode or two yeah and it's you know she's one of those women who is so used to being on top that she needed this to get her humble i think it's it's kind of sad to say but she she needed to be reminded that she's not the queen of the world you know, even even the queen is susceptible to mortal diseases. <laughs> and it sort of, you know, I, I highly doubt if, if she hadn't had this illness to contend with, that she would have, you know, gone to Florida, right. you know, hijacked Caleb and Ashley's honeymoon, um, oh, <laughs> you know, be passing on Briar Ridge. You know, she, she certainly you know looking at life differently which I think you know yeah awful is is you know living with that disease is um I think it's given her a lot in terms of just looking at what she wants from life mm-hmm. do you see a and, bit of that and this isn't something that's covered in these episodes but I think it is but I can say very safely that I think that it will be good for the perspective in episodes to come. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so right, the, so the, fact, the fact that you're talking about Val having perspective now is a very, very good, is a very, very good lead-in to some other episodes coming up because she is going to need that different way of looking at life for mm-hmm. things that are going to come up for her in the next couple of episodes. I'm excited. <laughs> um, <laughs> so let's talk about Lou. I don't think I've ever really properly planned a party party like this, but I imagine it would be a nightmare. And I imagine doing it with Lou would be beyond a nightmare. It was sort of interesting that Jack sort of stepped out. He stepped away. I think he sort of knew. He was like, yeah, I'm backing off. I'm backing <laughs> off. Like Lisa was sort of, I think just because Lisa wanted more excitement around the wedding, even though she was happy to do it in the way that she and Jack did. Yeah. Having that little bit of excitement, it does, you know, you know, she's not, it doesn't, you know, take away anything from the wedding for her just to want that. Um, and just seeing her, you know, be so excited about yeah. a reception was nice. Um, but yeah, it was also interesting to just sort of see Lou be nice to Lisa again like I've never understood the the beef that she has with, with Lisa is so bizarre um because it, it comes and goes that's what's frustrating yeah yeah it comes it comes and goes that's very true I will say that as the mother of four I have <laughs> had people interfere or try to interfere with how I raise my kids or how I run my house or anything like that. I've had people try to interfere and it it is one of my biggest pet peeves. It bugs me to the core. So 
for Lisa to come in and it's and it literally she's it's literally been two minutes since she walked in the door and she's already taking over everything. You know, I can understand that Lisa has nervous energy and she's trying to get it out by helping, but nobody else is supposed to know that. And yeah. so that is one point where I say, okay, Lou, I'm there with you, sister, but that's yeah. one very few times. So yeah. And, and Lisa also has the struggle of going away and coming in all of the time. Yes. And I don't think it's always flawless. You know, she sort of comes in sort of a little bit like Amy did and, and sort of expects things to just be the way they were or continue the way they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, sort of knowing that relationship, it was sort of interesting to me a few seasons ago when they decided to go into business together. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, this is just like a recipe for disaster. Um, <laughs> you said it. But yeah, yeah. Um, but the so reception I, I am, was lovely. Yeah, yeah. So the, we get to the reception. Um, well, we should mention that, you know, Georgie comes up with this idea of adopting a horse from a slaughterhouse. Right. Um, or to Amy's, keep it from going to the slaughterhouse. To keep it to go to a slaughterhouse, yes. And Amy sort of, her sort of, you know, spidey sense, I suppose, goes off <laughs> when she doesn't, when she doesn't recognize the name and wants to go kind of check it out. Um, and she learns, well, they both learn that it's a scam. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just one more thing for Georgie to hold against Amy, even though this one is no, it's not on Amy, this one. I know, this one is totally legit. And yeah, yeah. I mean, can you imagine what could have happened with that money? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Ee, 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 you know? yeah, yeah, so it's it's scary to think of what could have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we sort of learn that Georgie has, you know, working on I guess the solar system as for part of a school project. So when we do get to the reception, her sort of present is naming a star for Lewin and Jack, well, for Lisa and Jack. Which um, I think is sweet. So nice. Um, and then we have Tim having like a nice moment. Um, he gives a speech. Really? Which, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I love, I forget who said, I think it was Amy who says, you know, was it a, I was worried it was going to be a memorial service instead of what it said. Yeah, it got was really making, dark. Was he, it was Amy. Was he making yeah. a funeral speech or? <laughs> yeah, it got very dark <laughs> in the beginning yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. But it, it sort of brought it around. And I do like those mentions of, um, of Lindy and Marion. You know, it always sort of grounds yeah. the show and where it started when they do that. Mm-hmm. Um, just sort of finally sort of saying Lisa is part of the family um she does she not only has our blessing but I believe that she has you know Lindy and Marion's as well um, which was, was such a lovely that, moment oh that was I I was about to say who is this guy you know? yeah <laughs> we do that sometimes and you're like who are yeah, you and what have you done with Tim <laughs> yeah yeah they had a really like, a different writer come in <laughs> oh my gosh and I and I do want to make a point of this because it's the only time it happens. Ty and Amy kiss at the reception, and it's the only time in these three episodes that we see them do that, which I think is another 
example of how the, how badly they're trying to step back into a rhythm mm -hmm. and it's working, but very, very slowly. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it, it could be an element of, of Amy sort of. Oh, it's completely know. Amy. You know? Yeah, she's, she, you know, she's, she's definitely feeling guilty about something. Um, yeah, which we know what that something is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. <laughs> Yeah, because because Lou, Georgie finally tells Lou what is so upsetting to her, which I was like, finally. Yeah. <laughs> and then Lou starts getting all adolescent on Amy. <laughs> yeah. I think we're and, forgetting the whole thing with Caleb last season, or is it the season before? Like uh, let's talk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but so it's so it's just, and it was, it was nice to see Amy refute it. Like that this is not what it looks like, but unfortunately she's reminded that it happened. So now she's turning the cold shoulder back on Ty and, you know, giving him just this icy moment when he comes and asks if she wants a leg up. No, I got it. Oh, please stop it. Stop being such a hormonal female for just two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> um, and I'm one I'm to just, talk, you know. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, <laughs> um, sort of the other little things to sort of tie the episode off is, you know, Amy turns down the job. You know, she sort of says that, you know, Ahmed tried to kiss her. She told him to back off. Um, and then, you know, Georgie sort of takes down all of the pictures that she had of Amy and Ahmed up on her wall. That's how very the whole of, episode ends. It's very sad. I'm very kind of, dramatic. Amy yeah, I'm of, glad. I'm glad we don't stop there because yeah. that would be a terrible way to end. And yeah. you know, and it's really. I'm taking this from an actor's point of view, but Georgie starts out by unpinning uh, the wall. And by the end, she's just tearing at it. You know, it's a very, it's a very good build to show how angry this is really making her. And she did not see all of it, you know? And so it's just, it's really, it's really hard on this young teenager who's never had a stable family mm -hmm. to see things that she thought were stable come crashing down, at least in her mind. And so when those things come crashing down, obviously her idolizing of Amy has to come down along with the wall. You know, so, <laughs> so now we go to episode three, Severed Ties. So read us the recap on that one. Guess from Ahmed hampers Amy's chances of reuniting with Georgie, Jack and Ty compete in a charity roping event. Peter and Lou are at odds of where to send Katie to preschool. Ty considers a different career choice. This, okay. this one was heavy. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Severed Ties is a really, really good title for this one because, I mean, you're talking about a ton of ties. Um, 
Amy and Georgie, yeah, they kind of fix it, but things are not the same, which is severing a tie in and of itself. And Scott kind of going behind Ty's back with the merger and then Ty saying, I'm sorry, but if you're going to look out for yourself, I've got to look out for myself. And Mm -hmm. so he quits and then Amy quits with Ahmed, which is a huge severed tie. You know, that, that's a, this is, this is heavy. This is heavy duty for Peter to be the one who was more down to earth saying what's wrong with the preschool down the street from Maggie's for him to not care about the highbrow Academy preschool. That just shows how down to earth Peter is. He's the one with the money. He's, he's the one who has multi-millions and was doing business in Singapore and just has all of this money at his disposal and he is the one who's kind of counting pennies you know it's not and you know he doesn't he doesn't have that job anymore and so he has become very responsible I think with money and here's Lou thinking that she still is married to Mr. Oil King. Yeah. And we can't afford that. And there's no reason to either. It just, oh, it was, yeah. Yeah. The the whole thing was ridiculous and incredibly snobby. We talked about Amy being prissy Amy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I should say out loud the word that I'm thinking for Lou. I'm not a fan of, of Lulu and Peter relationship. I just find them to be really mismatched in terms of just how they're attempting to have. Yeah. Um, in my the long in distance my, thing. In my humble in my humble opinion, in my humble opinion, Peter is the best thing that ever happened to Lou. And yeah. she just will not realize that. You know, it's almost like Peter needs to get in this horrible car crash or, or plane accident. We need to have a little bit of what happens to Ty happen to Peter. Yeah. <laughs> I need- mean, Peter, Peter has been so good in terms of just has, you know, scenes with Georgie. You know, it's been oh. some of my favorite things. Like Rachel and I are just like, go gaga over that stuff. Like, he's so good. Um, it's so beautiful. He's been really humbled in terms of losing everything and having to work so hard to gain it back. And you can you can see in just this episode how much he's learned from that. Yes. You know, I think Lou forgets that they still don't have a house. Yes. Like, <laughs> like they still don't have a house. Yeah, because <laughs> you spent all the money on, can we talk eyesore? You know? <laughs> she has her, you know, the wrong priorities you know and she's starting a different business every week like calm down Lou. <laughs> I agree calm down Lou it's it's funny because my husband and I uh used to watch the show together when we were going through the first time and uh and he would look at Lou and say that woman has a business degree <laughs> Just, so where's her head for business 
and also Ty sort of dealing with possibly losing his job in this episode. Yeah. Scott has made the decision to sort of merge his practice with Dr. Kerr, I believe is... is sort yeah, of Dr. Kerr. Person, mm-hmm. Yeah, the person that got tied into to veterinary care, um, which puts his job at risk. Um, and I guess he's in sort of a state of panic of just needing something that when he and Georgie, who have bonded so much in these like last few episodes, oh um, my like, God, it's so cute. They go to like a, a, an animal sanctuary um, and tie, because they might have job offers in this show is ridiculous he gets offered a job right away <laughs> well i mean in bob's defense he is worth he is pretty yeah. desperate yeah yeah. You know? and you know, i i just find it funny that he says you know he's this total hippie and mm-hmm. then he says with the grant i'm getting i can match scott's offer I'm like seriously <laughs> with a well-established clinic and he looks like he's the only you know, he's the only vet in Hudson that anybody calls and you yeah. can match the offer. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yes. My understanding is that, you know, things are getting too big for Scott to handle on his own. And that's why he's merging. So it's not as if Scott's having like a hard time. I'm assuming. I, I thought that things were getting too tight. Okay. And yeah, that, yeah, because, because he said, uh clients have kind of lessened up and things being what they are i thought it was better to merge so So, yeah i've definitely missed that um (laughs) that's interesting considering like he is like the go-to vet like he's always rushing off somewhere or getting a phone call to go somewhere yeah he's hardly there so yep uh, so he needs to merge the practice, but for him to be underhanded the way he was and not be open with Ty about it and not just say, hey, brother, I'm, I am tight right now with finances. I'm going to have to merge with Dr. Kerr. I wanted to talk to you first because there's a possibility that there might be some downsizing. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. It gives Ty time to go and look for a new job and not in this stressed environment. And it it also doesn't make sense for Scott's character to withhold that. No, it doesn't. That's that's not Scott, you know, as as we're sort of, you know, been, been, you know, exposed to all these years, you know, he's very open. He treats, I guess we've seen so much less of him these last couple of seasons, which is unfortunate. Um, Yeah. Yeah, like back in the day, he was a member of the family. Um, still is. We just, yeah, we just don't see him as much. Um, <sighs> so yeah, that that job offers out there for Ty. But let's go back a little bit and talk okay. about Tim crashing his truck after <laughs> checking out. Case. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Twice. 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 <laughs> twice he messes up the back of his truck because he's checking her out <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you bet i'm not called tied to fix it <laughs> no you will never hear the end of it and with good reason too yeah <laughs> yeah now the the whole caleb as a flagger i oh yeah i i mean i i have to admit you know it totally served tim right Mm-hmm. but there was 
part of me that was gunning for him, you know? And, you know, it was like 5.6 seconds. That is not bad. And then five seconds flat. No way. And then, oh, it's an illegal head catch. I'm like, oh man, I I had a, (laughs) I had a small moment because Jack was involved. Like if Tim Tim had lost to Jack, that I would have been fine. But I was like, oh man, Jack's involved. You know, it, it, it was a little annoying, but you know, it was only annoying because Jack was involved and Jack and Dan Hartfield. Oh my gosh, that conversation. <laughs> well, uh, this is kind of tough for a weekend cowboy like you, huh? You know, it's just, well, I've been roping every day for a month to get ready. What about you? Well, I've had too much time since I, I, I've ha- I haven't had a whole lot of time since I married my beautiful wife. Yeah, that beautiful wife that used to be married to me. You know, I just, oh, and then he gets under Tim's skin when he says that he's going on a lunch date with Casey. So now he's gotten under both of their skin. Yeah, yeah. And he also sort of hints that, you know, he's got these two horses that, you know, Dan should really want. Yeah. Um, and walks away and, and Dan is just following. He's just like yeah. <laughs> absolutely gonna buy those horses um and not make a profit. Yeah, that's that's the one good thing is Dan gets flattened because the man's a toad. It, the, there is no way around it, no ifs, ands, or buts. The man is a toad. <laughs> yeah, the most baffling thing is, you know, what did Lisa ever see in him? Um I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. But that's why they're divorced, right? <laughs> you know, Amy tells Ty about the truck. She finally decides to be honest with him about it. And he just starts asking questions, you know, like, oh, um, really? And, you know, he's not saying anything threatening, but Amy feels so guilty about it that she gets all huffy and she gets yeah, into was... a fit. And then she says, I hate when we get like this. I'll call you tomorrow when we both cool down. And he's both just killed sitting there. there. And he's just sitting there going, <laughs> what happened? What just, what just happened here? <laughs> I hate when we get like this. Who's we, Kimosabi? Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> Um, yeah, this was a hard episode for Amy. Um, oh, man. And, yeah, this was tough watching this fight. Oh, poor Ty, he really goes through it in these episodes and he has no clue what's going on. And that's, that's sort why of... he is bonding with Georgie so much is because yeah. Amy's throwing her hormonal fit over here. And, you know, I've been a woman under stress. I totally know that this can all come to a head and just drive you crazy I know that but I mean I try to make a point of telling my husband when stressful things happen I remember this one time I had a dream about an ex-boyfriend and I felt so guilty that when I woke up I I told my husband about it right off the bat and I was crying I'm like you know I love you right yes I know you love me what is Amy needs like a little dose of that. She is so having such a hard time telling the truth. Right. Amy needs a little bit of that gene. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, oh man. So we yeah, let's go to Ty. He sort of takes the job 
yes. that they deserve. Um, it sort of makes that decision. Um, and he is bonding with Georgie oh. sort of throughout this whole <laughs> Adorable. Um, you know, they meet all these different animals, you know, wolves. Uh, you know, Georgie gets to kind of release a, an owl. Um, and I just love watching this kid just being around animals and just fall in love with animals and heartlands and it's another way to like see how bonded she is with Amy because Amy is so similar when it, when it comes to animals so it yeah. sort of adds this extra layer of this is why Georgie is so disappointed in Amy yeah she just had her on such a high you know pedestal um and eventually Georgie sort of breaks and shows Lou the video well, no, in, well, she, this, well, she did that. in this one, she tells Amy that she saw tells Amy that she saw the video, which is so, what I say is it's about time, you yeah. know, <laughs> because yeah. we've gone through two entire episodes where she will not tell her what is going on. And it's like, will you stop being a teenager for two seconds and tell her what the problem is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's sort of unfair on Georgie that they had her sort of carry this for so long. Yeah. Um, because you can sort of see, and everybody, you know, to their credit, does see that she is struggling with something. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody. They to, everyone, you know, it's, it's part of the reason, I, I guess, Ty is sort of there for her in a way that he hasn't really been before, um, especially in these episodes. But yeah. Um, I, I, loved in the, I loved in the first episode how he was taking her to the auction and and now he's um helping her find a sa- a sanctuary for that for her to volunteer at and then he takes her to the wildlife reserve you know they're really and he dances with her at the reception they're they're really they're really bonding and because they're both newcomers into the family. I think even though Ty has been at Heartland for a long time, he's not part of the core family. He still feels like an outsider sometimes, especially, especially now with them trying to get back into the rhythm after Amy returns from Europe. So, you know, he's feeling like an outsider with Amy's life and Georgie is so disappointed in Amy that even though they don't know it, they're bonding over this outsider feeling because yeah. they're just kind of drawn to each other. And I think it's sweet because they're going to be family. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to be official family. And I, and I think that it's sweet to see these moments where you can see them bond. Yeah. Yeah. Ty absolutely has a perspective on Georgie that no one else has. because Absolutely. He's- I didn't even say yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, he's experienced what she's experienced, you know, being in foster care and, you know, having to be a grown-up um, when you're a child. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's just, you know, Georgie doesn't get a lot of credit for, you know, I, I guess some fans of the show get kind of frustrated with the little kid characters. Ah. Um, yeah, it, it's, I think she does a fantastic job. Um, and she's really grown into the character. She and I has. Think she she adds so many so many layers, and she had a lot of heavy lifting to do in these episodes. Yeah, she she had a lot. Yeah, she had a lot in these. Amy sort of said it wasn't what it looks like, um, 
and I guess we go back to Tim and Casey. They decide to have lunch. Um, she turns them down, <laughs> um, and then he asks her for coffee. Um, so yeah, I guess they're going to be a thing. <laughs> see, we will and, see. Yeah, back to Amy, who says that she will, you know, quits working with Ahmed. This is where Amy wised up. You know, this yeah. is the moment that we are waiting for with these three episodes. We are waiting for Amy to wise up. And she finally does. And I love, I love how she does it. She comes to Ty's trailer in the said truck. And she says, I quit working for Ahmed. Let's take it for a spin before I have to ship it back. And she throws him the keys you know that there is nothing that she could have done better in that yeah. moment there is nothing that she could have done better because she has been such a brat to him since the moment she came home except for the moment when she hugged him hello you know <laughs> but other than that she has been such a brat to him this entire time since she got back that it was so good to finally see them meshing again and to see her take the step to make the meshing happen because you know and it's she, been a lot of tie lately yeah and she knew that he would you know jump at the chance of having a joyride in that truck yeah like she knew that that would be the thing that he would you know jump at the chance take it for a joyride it was ha- great to see them laughing and smiling together only for it to sort of come oh. crashing down a little bit when Ty talks about the situation between him and Scott and trust and you just see Amy. Where's the trust? Where's the, the trust? loyalty? Where's the loyalty? And you just and... see... Oh. Oh, yeah, it just comes crashing down on Amy again. Um. So yeah, we'll just need to, I guess, wait and see what happens with that. But I really, really hope that she doesn't hold on to this for, for much longer. Yeah, um, really does a disservice to her character if she holds on to this. Yeah, it really does because it puts unnecessary strain, mm-hmm. and that's uh, believe me, there's enough strain being engaged trying to plan yeah. everything. You don't want unnecessary strain on an engagement, and you don't want it hanging over your marriage either. So, yeah, you really, really hope that she you really hope that she says something to him and soon <laughs> yeah, and i will say for marshall has been fantastic in these episodes not an easy job you know no. to have the audience so divided on your character you know it's sort of a brave choice to sort of be the lead person you know out there you know the face of the show and making morally sort of gray decisions yes um, and sort of trusting the audience to sort of go along with you. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll say that she was fantastic in these episodes. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And on that note, we will say goodbye to Heartland for now. Thanks so much, Michelle. This was so much fun. If you ever need another sub, I'm totally willing. <laughs> so, yeah. so Michelle, where can people find you on social media? Um, on Twitter at Michelle R. Benson. 
Okay. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cami Drama Girl. And you can also listen to me not only on the Hallmarkies podcast, but on Deliver Me a Podcast and Hardy's Hotline as well. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Hallmarkies Pod, Hallmarkies Podcast, anywhere on social media. And if you are listening, on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star review and your reviews. We'd love to read those. And we will see you next time for Talking Heartland Season 8, Episodes 4, 5, and 6. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.